0: In today's episode, we're talking about sex.
1: Do I need to sing the song? What's the song? Let's talk about sex, baby. And this is more about let's talk about sex trauma because of religion, baby. <laughs> Doesn't quite <laughs> Not have the same as room. popular song. That one. <laughs> <laughs> it, did, it never really hit the charts. Sorry, Salt and Pepper. Yep. I want to do a quick shout
0: out to Chris M from Marco Polo Channels because through. His candor, leaving uh, us a video message, it sparked this discussion in my
1: brain. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. we should talk about this. So thank you, Chris. Yeah, thanks for being vulnerable. Yeah, it's now opened up a can of vulnerable worms that we're going to explore. <laughs> Those poor little worms. <laughs> on this episode.
0: <laughs> uh-huh, all slithering around, all vulnerable and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Don't get a salt shaker out. That's just cruel.
1: I thought you did that with slugs.
0: Isn't I mean, you don't. I don't. Of it's kind the same cruel. thing.
1: What would be the difference? I don't know. I'm not gonna try it. Nope, not gonna do that. Okay,
0: Okay, so we're not gonna know the answer to that question, but we do have other probably not answers to questions. Can we just start a damn episode? (laughs) Sure. Be right back. She's no fun. But we'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl figuring out her life. I said figuring out again. Yeah. I'm being real positive, putting a real positive spin on that open. Way, way to stick with the positivity. I'm
1: Shelly, by the way.
0: Two weeks in a row. Wow. I said uh, figuring out versus trying to. I'm Mary. Nice to have you all back. Uh Uh-huh. Nice to be back recording. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm just going to share something, whether you want it shared or not. What? Listeners. I have been having to drag Shelly into
1: this studio the last few days. I did not want to come in no, here. No, I'm in a bit of a depressive slump. I am. You know, it's it's the time of my monthly, um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of kicking my ass right now also. Or your vagina. Yep. <laughs> well, more like my my uterus is, out. Oh, my vagina oh, feels true. fine. It's the up in there that's not feeling so the, great. The up in there? Yeah. Okay. It's like a rotation of depression and anxiety, like back and forth and back and forth. And yes, I am at, on medication, but sometimes the period hormones are so aggressive that it just doesn't quite make it work. Mm. Took sorry. a nap today with the dogs, took a long ass nap yesterday. Just tired, feeling kind of worn down. Yeah. Um, work is super busy right now, mm-hmm. like my other jobs. Um, yeah, I'm just feeling a little down and overwhelmed, and I'll get through it like I always do. But right now, I'm a little bit on the struggle bus. So. I know.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Went for a long walk today. Yeah.
1: Uh, felt rejuvenated. That was good for me. I laid on the couch with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think the dogs enjoy it when I'm depressed. Because they get more snuggle time. That's true.
0: Mm -hmm. I can see why
1: they would enjoy that. Eddie is super snuggly. Oh, God. I took a nap with the dogs today, and Domino dug under the covers and slept on my feet. And Eddie, he likes to spoon me. He was literally behind me spooning me with like one paw over my neck and the other paw under it, like hugging me from behind. (laughs) It was very sweet. Oh, he's like a service animal. He's your (laughs) snuggle buddy. Yeah, I should get him service animal certified. Okay, and like a but little vest. But then I vest. have to take him places, and he's kind of pain in the ass, so maybe I won't. Domino is the one you don't want to take anywhere. He would never qualify. No, he's that, awful. He loses his shit he when he makes me anxious. Dog. Oh, same. Yeah. Walks, not fun. Yeah, walks are not fun with that guy. I think mm-hmm. he needs some training. Clearly, he mm, needs some training. Clearly,
0: yep. Let's anyway. Let's get right on that when we have time. Mm-hmm. So this subject, okay, so basically the question I posed in our various groups was how did religion— mess up sex for you, essentially. Either while you were in religion or out of religion. Yeah. Either one, uh, how did it mess up sex for you? Yeah. Or make it a struggle, let's say. It doesn't
1: just fuck you up after you leave religion. No, it's it fucks you up before, during, and after.
0: So I offered the opportunity to either answer it on Facebook or send an email in, and someone sent in the email with the subject, how religion fucked up fucking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Should this be the—you the, know what? This is going to be the name of this episode. We'll have to, like,
0: yeah, we'll bleep to out like
1: the U's with, F'd like, an asterisk.
0: effing or something. Yep. Yeah, with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll figure something out. I mm-hmm. thought
1: that was really hilarious. That's, it's kind of perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we'll just start with Chris's response from Marco Polo Channels. Mm-hmm. So this is what prompted the entire thing in my brain. The vulnerable worm response? The <laughs> can? <laughs> Those can of worms? Vulnerable worms? Uh-huh. He said— The first time I had sex after leaving Mormonism, I couldn't get an erection. He was candid about it. Mm -hmm. And his girlfriend at the time had to say, get out of your head, dude. Because I guess it was, you know, the first time he was having sex outside of that traditional marriage bond, that relationship. Sin sex.
1: Sin sex. And you know what? I'm sure at this point he knew that the church was all bullshit, but still.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's like you can leave religion, but you're still having those triggers. You're, you're kind of playing those internal tapes that you learned. I mean, yeah. it could have been years and years ago. Sure. Absolutely. And you're still unpacking the shame you feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're going into all of it. There are some really good responses oh, that yeah. we got from listeners and, and people on our social media channels. Do you want to talk at all? Share a story or two, Shelly, before we dive into the listener responses.
1: Which one? About our first time having sex? If you'd like to talk sure. about that. So our first time having sex was on your brown leather sofa.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: anyway, we had sex. It was lovely. I was able
0: to wipe all that up, by the way. That's just a joke. I'm so grossed out <laughs> right now. didn't leave any permanent marks
1: Uh, it left no marks mary (laughs) oh god (laughs) not that there's anything wrong with marks i just know in that specific instance there were no marks left god mary (laughs) should we get dan to pull that out see what i did there i do leave that (laughs) in dan anyway (laughs) mary's enjoying this entirely too much
0: (laughs) okay sorry i'll just keep my mouth shut and you continue
1: okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so after the experience, mm-hmm. I had a massive anxiety attack. That's true. Broke down crying, mm-hmm. shaking, like it was horrible. Yes. Now, I had left the church years before that. At least, what, three years yes. maybe? Yes, and I knew the church was a whole heap of shit. Mm -hmm. And I knew that their morality, um, teaching was incorrect. Like I knew this, I logically knew all the things. Yeah. But in that moment, it didn't matter what my brain logically knew, like the other compartments in my brain that were so fucked up, like floodgates, Mm. you know, and it sucked. I felt guilty. I felt gross you know, I'm supposed to be home with my husband and my children. I'm supposed to be a family. I'm supposed, you know, all these things I'm supposed to. I'm all the Mormon. What you're supposed to do just came rushing back into me, overwhelming, mm-hmm. and I had a total panic attack and kind of lost my shit. I mean, you were already in the process of separating from. Oh, rest. I wasn't cheating on him. It, right. So no, I, and again, no judgment on the whole cheating thing. I wouldn't. I, I don't care what people do mm-hmm. um, with their lives. I'm just saying for me. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't have been a thing. There was no cheating. Brent knew I was dating. I had his permission to date. Mm -hmm. He had my permission to date. We were separated. Like, there was no sneaking around here. There shouldn't have been any kind of, like, um, lying guilt. It was totally normal. Like, you and I were together. It was two human beings consenting, you know? Mm -hmm. But still, that shit just hit me. All the shit I'd been taught, all the shit— that I had been brainwashed with. I mean, honestly, Brett and I were over. We were over a long time before that, even. Mm. And to have that reaction of, "Oh God, I need to be back with my husband and my children and raise a family," and ugh, I know that hit me hard. No, it but did. knowing that wasn't true. That's the thing. It's like your brain fucks with you. Sure. Logical brain's like, no, 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 right? Compartmentalized brain that you've shut down is like, holy shit, let's have an anxiety attack because we can't deal with all these mm. messages. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What was it like for you, by the way? <laughs> did I tell you what I was feeling? I'm sure I did. I'm such a teller. Yeah. Did I didn't think I was just
0: so piss poor in bed that you, I made you cry.
1: <laughs> in a couch, you mean? Oh, <laughs> right. On the couch. <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> did I mention that I, you know, I I was the kids and the... Like, I should be just back with my husband. Yeah, I think you did. That probably didn't feel good, and I'm sorry.
0: No, it didn't feel good. It kind of made me feel like the other woman. Oof.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. You've never been the other woman, baby. I'm, but I'm sure. I'm nobody's other woman. No. Well, you're my woman. and <laughs> my other woman because sometimes we have these little flings, me and you oh, on the do side. We, we in, meet up a, at a bar and in we mind, don't know each yeah. other. It's, oh, do you want to do that sometime? Scandalous. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Want to go meet at some random bar and make out in front of people? Sure, but I'm going to be showing up in a uh, pickle costume. Is that okay? I'm going to show up in a big slab of cheese. <laughs> Oh, not sure why. Interesting. <laughs> You're just going off my pickle riff. I think you maybe we're doing on my pickle. We're, we're doing burger <laughs> toppings. <laughs> we're doing themed meetups, and this one is burger toppings. M E E T <laughs> M E A T meetups. This, this is spiraling. I'm not sure what's happening. I don't know. Things. We went to uh, anxiety over. I'm wearing a pickle costume at a yeah. date. That okay. would be real weird. wouldn't it. The great thing would be we would do it and pretend like it wasn't weird and see what people <laughs> like, like just act like. like
0: uh, what would you even be like there for a weird
1: food convention? Maybe or no, would there you, would be no reason. <laughs> well, no, but if people asked us, I'd just be like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> this is my favorite outfit. <laughs> Laundry day. <laughs> All I had left was my Halloween costume from nineteen eighty-seven. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's funny." <laughs> Okay, so back to my feelings. Yeah, tell Does me. Does that mean deflecting? Totally. <laughs> Mary just deflected talking about her feelings and went the route of dressing up in a pickle and meeting in a bar. <laughs> That's her desperation <laughs> to not share feelings. Sorry, Mary. Back on you. Uh, yeah, it was
0: really hard, Shelly, hearing you as soon as we have our first passionate, connected, you know, yeah, sex act.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> your first thought is
0: your husband. Yeah.
1: Guilt, you know? Mm-hmm. Guilt and shame. What am I doing? Destroying my family. Mm. Yeah. Fucking sucked. And right. I'm, I'm sorry. That sucked for you, too.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, there was a lot that was challenging with you.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there still <laughs> is. But back then, it was, like, from every direction.
0: Sure. You, know? you were just, it was a shit show of stuff going on for you back then when mm-hmm. you were leaving. Your. I mean, you changed your entire life. Yeah. In a few short years. Oh, yeah.
1: Starting with leaving the church. Yep, leaving the church. And that's not like a one-and-done thing. Like, you leave the church over years. It's a process. Yes.
0: Well, and then having the courage to leave your husband knowing that you don't have a formal education. How Mm -hmm. am I going to support myself? I mean, that whole thing has been super challenging.
1: Let's see, I'm 47, we've been together four years, mm-hmm. for 6, 45, 44, 43. so mm-hmm. we met when I was 43,
0: mm-hmm.
1: pretty sure we left the church at about 41.
0: So you would have been a couple of years out of the church.
1: Yeah, so yeah. out of the church, coming out of the closet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Out of the marriage. Out of the marriage, yeah, no. In, out of the house. In in two years span, mm-hmm. left the church, yeah. came out of the closet, got divorced. Left
0: your marriage, yeah. left the house, moved into an apartment on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are huge changes. Yeah. Just one of those things would be really huge. Yeah. So, you know, clearly we're fine. We got through it. We did. I didn't end up taking that personally. That's good.
1: I hope that any of you out there who are the partner of someone who might be making all these adjustments in life, unless it's abusive toward you, I hope you're being patient because it is hard.
0: Yeah. I'm going to tell a story. So Shelly's funny. i'm the funny one (laughs) depends on the day shelly likes to pretend that i've never been with another woman god are you telling woman stories
1: (laughs) i'm gonna (laughs) run to the restroom while you tell your woman story
0: whatever we're talking about sex and religion okay okay go ahead my first girlfriend and i've talked about some of this stuff on the podcast before this is not news okay and Forgive me if I've already said this whole thing and people sure. have it memorized or whatever. Mm-hmm. My first girlfriend— la, I, la,
1: la, 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 Oh, sorry. You know, the, when you do that, <laughs> they don't hear me. Uh, I don't hear you either. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. Go ahead, baby. My first girlfriend I met in Bible study. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd graduated from college. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I had this weird pact with God— that I made in college. And I was like, if I don't find someone substantial, then maybe the gay thing is just, I don't know. It's Never make maybe, a pact with God, right? by the way. Maybe the gay thing isn't going to stick because I haven't found someone substantial. It sticks. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. So I decided to go back to church, go back to Bible study, and give it, a, give it another
1: shot. You sound fun
0: oh okay miss <laughs> molly mormon
1: over there <laughs> i fucking made bread and shit <laughs> with seven children i'm gonna be the best mormon ever <laughs> i made some damn good bread in the bread maker okay i'm sure you
0: did you know what at one time i had a bread maker and i was never mormon you made bread i did all those carbs day. baby i know i'm not as much of a fan of carbs anymore they just don't agree with oh, me i'm a fan they just again yeah they're not they don't agree with me no I mean, in so many different ways. Anyway, we are so off track. Back to your story. Okay. Meet the girl in Bible study. We were friends. I was actually friends with her brother in youth group in high school. Mm -hmm. She was just a couple years younger than me. But I remember one day uh, she was giving me a ride home, and I was living with my mother for a year. That was fun, right out of college. She dropped me off, and she said, Oh, I've been meaning to ask you because she knew I was gay in college. (laughs) <laughs> how did she know you were gay in college we were friends okay. I was friends with her brother then we became Got friends you. Okay. she wanted to actually tour James Madison where I went to college and okay. so she came and stayed with me that's a whole other thing no nothing happened Okay. <laughs> when she did come to visit me she said that she was kind of bi-curious mm-hmm.
1: and then you told her to come and get it if well, she wanted it and she, she didn't. said
0: I think if I just had one kiss I would be I would be <laughs> satisfied or something and I was like well because I was up on—my bed was sort of up on a stilt thing, and I was like, if you want a kiss, you're, you're going to have to come up here and get it. she was sleeping on the floor. Right. I, just, I was in a twin. Long story. Bible study. She's asking me about how is, how is it going. How is it going not being gay anymore?
1: Right? She asked that, or that was the— uh... That was the gist.
0: I don't remember exactly how she phrased it, but basically, how is your struggle with same-sex attraction going? Gotcha. Right? And I said, I guess it's okay— as long as I, because I'm, mean, you know, I'm not going to gay bars, I'm not doing all the things. As long as I don't come in the path of somebody who's maybe on a similar struggle, mm. as long as I don't meet that person, mm-hmm. then I'll be okay. Well, it was her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was the person on the similar ding, ding, struggle ding, path. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, Yeah. There she you was go.
0: There. But she, oh, she had a heck of a time with sex. She would feel so guilty. Sure. Every time. One story I want to tell that's actually really humorous. Okay. Uh, so this was during the summer when when we were in the same Bible study. She went back to school mm-hmm. in the fall, and she worked for a campus ministry. Mm-hmm. Okay? She was some sort of assistant and had the key. And you'd walk into the office. The first thing you'd come into is a waiting room for people. Okay. There's a couch and coffee table and stuff. And then she had a key to the like the actual pastor's office. The campus minister's office was mm-hmm. off of this room. Okay, so two keys are required to get into this hole. Like deal. two keys
1: are required to launch the nukes. Got it. <laughs> Interesting analogy. Mm-hmm. So
0: we go into the inner office where the minister worked. Okay, nobody was there, was like a Saturday, and we decided to fool around
1: mm-hmm. in this office as you do <laughs> on a Saturday in the minister's office. Uh-huh. Yeah, And we took off all our clothes. God, uh-huh. even your socks.
0: Uh, I don't know. I may have left those on. (laughs) It depends on how cold it was Right, right, right. Okay. (laughs) So we hear the jingling of keys. And you're naked. And we're naked on the the outside, the outer waiting room office, right? So we're like, fuck. We probably didn't say that because, you know, we were trying to be all Christian. You were fucking, but you said
1: darn it.
0: <laughs> Rats. Rats. <laughs> All right. So thankfully our clothes were in the room with us. So we scramble, we get these, we're putting our clothes on real fast because we hear the minister outside. Uh, I guess he was showing like a new custodian around mm-hmm. and we were to clean. So I'm like, quick, hand me that Bible on the shelf. So she hands me a Bible. You got your clothes on. <laughs> we have the clothes on. I open the Bible. We close our eyes. I'm like, let's pretend to pray. So we oh. close our eyes because he comes into the other office, like the where we are. Mm-hmm. We hear the door opening, and he comes in, and I'm like, look up from the Bible, and I was like,
1: we're praying. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think he knew. I mean, and I funny? bet the custodian was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my gosh, grabbing the Bible. <laughs> Wowzers. That's my sex and religion story.
0: I like it. But I didn't struggle with the guilt, I think, because I've just always chosen me.
1: Always, Well, you just decided, like, whatever, I'm just going to be the bad kid. I can't control this, so this is who I am. Yeah. I mean,
0: I did try that summer to, you know, get back on the straight and narrow and not Failed. Not be gay. (laughs) It just didn't last. Massive failure. You know, I met this... Met this girl again. Well, we were friends, but we just rekindled or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'd rather do this. And then she left you for Jesus. She did. She left me for Jesus. Wow. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, But that was my little fun religion and sex dalliance. There you go. (laughs) But it didn't, it didn't include guilt and
1: shame. Yes, go ahead. Dalliance is an old people word. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. I know. I've got the greatest vocabulary. (laughs) (laughs) You're (laughs) in her old people words. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay, I'll start using thing to describe. much much better. Things. Okay. Okay. You know, we're going to take a break in just a second, and then when we get back, we're going to get into the responses from our social media channels. Just so everybody knows, we are going to record a bonus episode for all of our supporters at the $5 and above level. Yeah, someone
1: asked me, like, so wait, do I still get this if I'm on here? Everybody at $5 or above? Which is channels, Patreon. What's the other one? Supercast. Supercast. Um, yes. The answer is yes. Just one of those at least. I mean, you want to do all three. That's great. But just one of those gets you access to the Scandal Sessions episodes.
0: Yes, exactly. And a Christmas letter and a shout out on the show. Dude, Christmas
1: is coming up.
0: It's coming right up around Shit. the corner. I better
1: start working on it. Yeah, you better. Last uh, year, it was two pages front and back. Oh, my goodness. had a lot to say.
0: Are you going to have as much to say this year?
1: Yeah. Okay. We always send like the Christmas card with pictures mm-hmm. and it's a good mm-hmm. time. Anyway.
0: Well, what I was going to say is because this is a sex episode, a sex sex-ipo- episode, what? Sex. That sounds horrible. Sexisode. episode Septic? You know what? Never mind. It's an episode <laughs> about sex. There it is. Is what this is. We're going to get even a little more um, open, shall we say, candid on a bonus mm-hmm. scandal yeah, let Yes, do it. Let's do that. Okay. Um, in fact, because time is a construct and we're recording, here it is the Saturday before that this is actually going to, so this is a full week before it's actually going to come out. But
1: we're going to record our scandal sessions right after we're done recording this episode.
0: Correct. So if you are at the $5 and above level, you are going to get the bonus episode before even this episode comes
1: out. Boom. Wait, that's how we're doing it? This week we are. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> so you're <going> to know <laughs> all I never about know what stuff. the fuck's going on around here. I just talk. So, all right, mm-hmm. great. Whatever Mary
0: says, yes. That's what we're going to do. Okay. All right, let's take our break and we'll get into those social media responses right after this. Okay, we're back. Let's start, as always, with our patrons. Okay. We love our patrons. Thank you all so much for your contributions, yes. for your financial help. We couldn't do this podcast without you. And we are going to start with your responses. Sweet. Am I first? Oh,
1: what did you oh, just say? I said sweet. Oh, sweet. What do you think I said? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, Mary and I are not quite <laughs> connecting today in this episode. <laughs> I love you, baby. (laughs) I love you. Who's going first? First? Will you go first. Okay. Initially, after leaving Christianity, I was excited to finally have a sex life. But as soon as I got started doing it, I experienced so much guilt after. Mm -hmm. I didn't get it. I didn't believe anymore. Why was I feeling guilty? Exactly. Just like I said, I knew it was all shit. Mm -hmm. Why was I feeling so horrible? Yeah. You know, Mormons would say that is the spirit telling you that it's wrong.
0: Uh, you they know would what? Use that
1: shit against you.
0: The therapeutic community would say, "Well, that's conditioning from your um, cultish upbringing." There you go. That's indoctrination. It's called
1: trauma <laughs> it's response. It's called trauma. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's a spirit saying that's bad. <laughs> Fuck you, spirit. All right. Mm-hmm. It took years to finally shed the shame and realize that I was a sexual being.
0: Yeah. You know what, listener? You are not alone. Mm-mm. The guilt and
1: shame. You can just feel it coming through the writings. Oh, yeah, and so many people have written in, and it's, it's wow, oh, there's so gosh. much guilt and shame, guilt and shame, fuckers. This could be a
0: six-parter. In fact, Shelly, you and I were talking about, holy crap, we've had so much response on this subject. Uh-huh. This could really be its own podcast. It could. Yeah, something like... Sexual sin cast or sin and sex something a six, I don't know. Sixty nine part series. <laughs> yeah, we were
1: gonna do a sixty nine part series. It's, <laughs> that, it's really funny to. I, we probably could ha- make sixty nine <laughs> oh, yeah. episodes of this shit because there is so much of it. Like, whoa, this is so common
0: for people to share this yeah. experience of just feeling shame, guilt, inadequate, um all kinds of feelings yep. around sex. Yep, because of fucking religion, God. So over it. Me too. Okay.
1: My turn? Your turn.
0: Uh, This listener says, when I read the headline for your question the first time, my brain said, did I have sex during religion? (laughs) And I laughed and laughed. And then I stopped laughing because I'm pretty sure that what I had would technically be called sex, but it definitely wasn't the beautiful thing everybody talked about. And now, well, that shame thing is real. Yeah. Raise your hand if you're listening to this and you were in a traditional heterosexual marriage or even maybe you identify as heterosexual but you mm-hmm. were in a marriage that was encouraged by your faith, right? Maybe you got married really young, whatever the circumstances were. You know, that's not necessarily that beautiful connection that you hope for, right, in a sexual partner.
1: Yeah. It's probably really common. Mhm. Anyway, You're next. My turn. I grew up Roman Catholic. Go Catholic listeners! Or (laughs) ex-Catholics, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. better than actual Catholic. The first time I had sex, it was with a dude who randomly approached me on a dance floor at a club. I went back with him to his place, and I was totally unprepared to deal with the emotional and physical repercussions of the encounter. Religion taught me abstinence, so I had no point of reference for what I should find acceptable or not. After it happened, I was racked with intense guilt for days and days because of my religion, but I also found myself longing to have more sex. It was such a confusing time, both before, during, and after. It also took me 15 years to come out as a lesbian because of the church. But luckily, I left, and all of my queer sex has not been burdened by guilt or shame. Nice. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. When you are taught abstinence, you're taught— don't have sex. Mm -hmm. You're not taught how to deal with sexual advances. You're not taught, you know, how to set your own limits with things. You're not taught anything except for just say no. But that's that's not a real solution to anything. Sure. Just say no because God said that that, that's not real life anything.
0: Well, no. Besides, we have hormones and we have a sex drive Mm
1: -hmm. and needs. And what do you do about all that? Well, that's to be saved for marriage. You just suppress. You just have, you know, wet dreams at night and feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Should I save that for the scandals? <laughs> yeah, scandal section. Oh, you do have a story about that, don't that's you? so many. God, so fucking many. <laughs> wow. Anywho.
0: Yeah, so this person says... So this probably isn't exactly what you mean by sex life, but the church completely fucked my life up in terms of masturbation. Oh, that's a sin. Don't, we have don't heard, tamper with the factory. Right. We have definitely heard from a few people about the masturbation topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's your turn.
1: Oh, that was a short Did you want to have anything to add about masturbation? Um, I got some stories, but we're going to save them. Oh, we're going to save those for scandal yeah, they're, sessions. They're, okay. they're little... Um, not for, not for little ears. Okay. Like anything is, but okay. <laughs> Next, a listener writes in, I was one of those kids who was best friends with the extendable shower head <laughs> and corners of couches slash <laughs> chairs before I even knew what I was doing. Wow. Yeah. Earliest I can remember was six years old. As soon as I figured out what I was doing, I was completely overcome with guilt. Mm. But as is natural, I craved it so much and couldn't help myself. I remember praying and trying to repent, even though I knew this was a sin that a bishop would have to help me repent from. Oh, man. I read the For the Strength of Youth pamphlet. Yay! And any pamphlet I could, hoping to find one leader who had said it was okay to masturbate. You're not going to find that in the (laughs) church. I mean, they all masturbate, but they're never going to say it's okay. That's funny. I never went to a bishop and eventually just got to the point where I knew I'd be kept out of the higher levels of heaven and decided to enjoy the good times while I could. Amen to that. (laughs) That is my philosophy. Well, yeah, if this person could have done it without the guilt. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> Eventually, I saw myself as one of those people who grows up to be a sex offender. Oh. I wasn't even thinking horrible slash inappropriate thoughts about sex with others, so this jump to I'm a sex offender was completely irrational and entirely fueled by the church telling me I was horrible for masturbating.
0: Oh, man.
1: Somehow, my sex life was not altered by religion. I never felt guilt for having sex, even when I was still an active member doing the deed. I got so lucky there.
0: Wow. So it was about masturbation. Yeah. That was the big problem.
1: Well, you look at uh, the miracle of forgiveness, and it's, you know, masturbation leads to homosexuality, which then leads to sex with animals. Mm, Lord. And children, of course, because everything, you know, once you of masturbate, course. there are no limits.
0: Of course not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. This says, so I hope this is not TMI. Which, like there's such a right, thing. Right? Come on. on. Show, but I feel pretty fucked up sexually from the Mormon church. I struggle so much with shame during sex. It's not conscious shame, if that makes sense. It totally does. Yeah, makes sense. I just really struggle with freeing my mind enough to enjoy being touched by my partner. The strange thing is I have no issues touching her, but when the roles are reversed, it's tough. It's this strange, fucked-up embarrassment and shame that comes up. We've been together for 20 years— I think it's starting to improve as I become more distant from my upbringing, but damn, does it suck. 20 years. 20 years. Shit. I'm convinced it is due to growing up Mormon and being a gay kid that always felt quiet shame and confusion about who I was supposed to be.
1: Yep. Wow. I'm glad this person pointed out again, it not being conscious shame. Yeah. You know? Because, again, logically your mind's like, nah, this, there's nothing wrong with this. The church is fucked up. But you, you can't peel that out of your brain, right. the part that's guilt and shame and guilt and shame. I mean, you can eventually through therapy yeah. and, and working through your trauma, but not right out of the gate.
0: Not when you're indoctrinated into this stuff. No, 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 no. It's taken this person 20 years just to make some progress. It's yeah. hard stuff. Yeah. It takes a long time to unpack and... Start to heal from mm-hmm. a
1: long time. Yeah. So forgive yourself, by the way, if you guys are feeling like, the fuck is wrong with me? I can't right. get over this. Like, yes. no, 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 no. This is some shit, guys. Yeah. Some shit. Give yourself okay. some
0: grace and yeah. patience and just give, you know, love. Yeah. Love, love yourself. Your, yeah. I know it's okay to struggle Absolutely. with this stuff. Absolutely. And, and we want to talk about it. It does help to talk about it. I was just going to say, I want to thank everybody for bravely sharing mm-hmm. these stories. This mm-hmm. is not easy.
1: Well, and a lot of people shared these directly in the Latter-day Lesbian Podcast Facebook discussion group. Nope, Latter-day Lesbian Podcast discussion group on Facebook. <laughs> so it was not um, anonymous. Like, people were freely sharing these things, and so that's brave.
0: Yeah, and we did get a bunch of letters, too, Absolutely. through our uh, web mail. Yeah. Do you want to take the next one?
1: Yep. I got married at 19 to a man because I had premarital sex and thought I had to. After all, I gave away my virtue so no one else will want me. Oh, mm. God. It didn't matter that I hated sex and I wasn't into him. I denied the fact that I only found women attractive and I was physically ill from dreaming about myself having sex as a man.
0: Oh, wow. When I would
1: masturbate, I would make myself tell the bishop even though I knew it would just result in further punishment. Embarrassing. Embarrassing, grown-ass adults feeling like we have to go tell the bishop that we masturbate.
0: This idea that we have to confess all our sins— to a, to bi- a, dude? a bishop yeah. or I guess in the Catholic Church would be priest, just your priest, sure. right? Yeah. In the confession booth. I, I hate that mm-hmm. so much. This idea that we have to, you know, it's always this— dreaded moment where mm-hmm. I've got to confess all my wrongdoings. Guilt
1: and shame. It's horrible. I remember listening to, I don't know if it was a conference talk or something taught to me over the pulpit. I don't remember, but there was a specific talk saying that you cannot, don't fool yourself into thinking that you can be forgiven without going through the proper channels.
0: <laughs> uh-uh.
1: So basically like, no, you can't just ask God to forgive you. If you don't go through the bishop, then it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Yeah. You're not actually going to be forgiven. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thankfully, I dodged that bullet growing up evangelical. We didn't have anyone to intercede.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We just had a personal relationship, I guess,
1: with Jesus J- you, and, you and Jesus were buds. We were buds. Mm-hmm. We hung out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all drink a bunch of wine. Sure, eat you know fish and loaves. Yep, Jesus Shit. has the best
0: wine. I will always stand by that. Yes. Okay, so I have joined. A religious trauma recovery group on
1: Facebook. And surprise, they had a lot to say about this as well. Huh, I'm Weird. Ma- imagine that. <laughs> I know. So I decided to pull that group as well. I would say most of these are not ex-Mormon, am I right? Correct. Wow. Well, yeah. So it's, so Mormonism doesn't have the corner market on guilt and shame. I know, right? Sorry, y'all are not the best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think anytime religion is involved, yeah. you got guilt and shame. That's true. Heaps yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the first one just says, religion pretty much kept me a virgin till I was 33. I you mean, that's go. bad enough as it is. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no judgment on that. No. You can stay a virgin oh, as
1: long as you want. Absolutely. The yeah. sad part is if you are doing that because out of, of guilt religion. and shame exactly. coming from your religion. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be a virgin until you die. No, I don't care. It's your mm-hmm. choice. But when you're not actually making the choice, yeah.
0: Exactly. Because it's something you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Here's one Um, I can't masturbate, like, at all, ever. Never have, never will. Took me decades to get over the guilt of premarital sex. You know, there are a bunch of masturbation responses. Isn't that crazy that religions are all up in arms about masturbation?
0: Yeah. Why? It's so creepy. Because they just want you to procreate and bring more, like, children into their faith. Well, sure. Of course. So if you masturbate, then that's fewer opportunities to make children.
1: I was married, right, had seven kids, I fucking procreated, still would have gotten in trouble for masturbating.
0: You know, it comes from a scarcity mindset. I'm going to go off, there's not enough sperm in the world? I'm going to go off tangent a little bit. Okay. I had heard a story about why the city of Los Angeles doesn't have a good public transportation system. They have buses, but they don't have an
1: underground subway, let's say. Let's be honest. None of America has the good transportation that is available in other countries. Okay, carry on. Well, sure. But New York City does a pretty good job. And that's so true. does San Francisco. I
0: mean, okay. there are cities that definitely—and Chicago. There are definitely cities— Okay, there's three cities. Okay, your
1: point. Um, Atlanta <laughs> has public transportation. Not great. That's DC. what I mean. Like, like, okay, my point is, <laughs> I would say uh-huh. that public transportation in America um, is partially looked down on as to be used by uh, the poor. I see. Yeah. Okay. Whereas in other countries, it's like, that's just what you do. There's no classes within transportation.
0: Well, what I'd heard about the city of Los Angeles in particular, and if you are from L.A. and you have heard this differently, please let me know, and I will correct this on a future episode. But what I had heard is Mr. Dunlap, back in the day, made an arrangement with city officials to not put any money towards a public transportation system because Dunlap was worried that he wouldn't sell enough tires. If there was public transportation, who oh, wouldn't buy tires? Who would buy the tires? Because no one's driving cars. Because no one's driving cars. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about with a scarcity mindset. Yeah, there's not right? enough people to
1: buy cars, so I can't possibly get behind this thing.
0: I know. So that's what I'm talking about, the scarcity mindset. So the church is thinking maybe if people choke the chicken, God spank the monkey. Uh huh.
1: Then there won't be enough grease the wagon. Is that a thing? No. <laughs> I don't know. What oh. oh my god! What? I just had an idea. When we read patrons or whatever we're doing at the end of the episode, I'm going to do the names of like the not the slurs the um, slang the slang of masturbation,
0: <laughs> masturbation slang or uh-huh. sex slang.
1: Get excited. Anyway, carry on.
0: Oh, get excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the idea. If you, you know, spill your seed—and it comes from—doesn't it come from the Bible about spilling seed, right? I don't
1: know. If you
0: spill your seed, you won't be actively making babies who are going to grow well up in the Well, then why faith. can't
1: the women masturbate? Oh, but no one gives a shit about women, shall I they? know, but we still get in trouble for masturbating. Who the fuck cares? It doesn't doesn't stop babies from because coming to the world. Because then they won't want
0: sex from their husbands. We don't
1: want sex from our husbands <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: I'm sure that's not true of all listeners. I
1: know, just most of you. (laughs) That's funny.
0: Okay, this person says, I was taught my essence and all value is directly related to my virginity, and it was only acceptable to have sexual desire
1: after marriage. That's religion for you. How do you control it? I don't know, but Mormonism You know, you were taught not in all those exact words, but it was the same idea. Mm -hmm. Don't be the licked cupcake. As a matter of fact, motherfucker, I'm doing this right now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull up Facebook. Someone that I knew back in my Denver snuffer times, like when I first left the church and followed my husband into a new cult, basically, mm-hmm. a <laughs> um, guy's name is Alan Rock Waterman. Some of you probably heard of him. I'm going to call his ass out. Oh, He posted a meme, which is a girl holding a sign in front of her boobs that says, my value isn't based on my sexual history. But that meme also has a response of someone saying, if a pair of shoes has 50 previous owners, its value is going to go down. This is basic economics. Whoa. I was like, what the fuck? And I am shocked how many people go along with this. Wow, still. Here's even a woman. Listen, promiscuity causes depreciation, physically and spiritually. Hold yourselves to higher standards. It just kept going and kept, I I couldn't believe it. And finally I said, I can't believe this is even a discussion in 2021. What the fuck is wrong with you all? Oh, that's right. You've decided that sex is a sin. So the more sex, the more sin. How about the actual sin spoken in the scriptures, not that I believe in those, about judging others? Wait, there was that one time, I think it was the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus called out all of his followers that had had sex with different partners and told them that they didn't have as much worth as the virgins. Oh, wait, Jesus never fucking did that. <laughs> this way of thinking is the problem. Oh, and fuck the patriarchy that continues this type of bullshit judgment. Y'all are the problem. See if you can find a meme where it's a man holding that sign. Mm. Sexism at its finest. Way to go.
0: Wow. Well done, Shelley.
1: Thank you. I was pissed. Any interesting responses to that? One weirdo was like, says, your message sounds almost hostile, which is very disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Fuck you, bro. Mark Tex Eddie Jr. I'm gonna click on him. That's right. I'm calling your ass out. Yeah, why can't he we? He looks be, like someone who would say that. Why can't we be hostile? What's wrong with that? We should be hostile. This is fucked up. This is hostile toward us. Yeah, I know, right? That was a sidebar. Sorry. I just couldn't help but mention that because it pissed me off this morning. And I I literally can't. I can't believe that people are still pointing out to women, the more partners you have, the less value you have.
0: And people are agreeing with it. I'm going to call bullshit on that. You know why? Why? I was quite promiscuous in my 20s, and then I became a serial monogamist after that, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I ended up getting a lot of
1: practice. Mm -hmm.
0: I think I got pretty good at it. I didn't say
1: you're decent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I might not have been skilled if I
1: hadn't had some practice. Sure. Right? And again, it's actually nobody's fucking business. (laughs) Well, there's that. In the scandal session I'm going to record, I'm going to talk about my number of partners. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I wanted to point out, I was disappointing that that this was posted, but more disappointing was the people who agreed. And there were a lot that didn't agree that was like, fuck you, dude. But there were so many that agreed. Yeah, and it was women as well. My mm. God!
0: Yeah, well, you know they have been indoctrinated to believe that since childhood. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult to not believe that anymore when that's been shoved down your throat your yeah. entire life. Yep, even as a little kid, probably. Yep, you're taught your value. Yeah, and that's what and it is. And to
1: tell someone else, mm-hmm. I mean, it's bad enough yeah. that you might believe that about yourself because of your upbringing, but to tell someone else that about them. Fuck you, Alan Rock Waterman. There you go. I I would like to get back to this response, though, because that's what spurred
0: your tangent right right there. Okay, go ahead. Because this person was talking about their value Mm -hmm. uh, was directly related to my virginity, and it was only acceptable to have sexual desire after marriage. Mm -hmm. I was only to ever have one sexual partner, my future husband, and was just supposed to know what to do on my wedding night. That's the other thing.
1: No one tells you what to do. Well, because you can't watch porn. Right. To figure it out. And you can't talks like read about books. it. No, no one talks about it. Yeah. Wow. Rick told me when just before we got married and his dad sat him down to have a talk about sex, all he said was, make sure you buy lube.
0: Oh my God.
1: That's it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> I mean, not that anything you could have said would have made it good sex. I'm just saying, like, that's the the Mormon man God. telling his Mormon son. Wow. How to deal with the wedding night.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Ooh,
0: carry on. Okay. This person says, I, I got engaged to my only boyfriend at 19. He and I did everything but actual intercourse because he wanted to, and I was told to please my husband, which he was going to be, so I did everything to try to please him. This fucked me up because I did have sexual desires before marriage, but not for my then fiance which i thought would just happen with my fiance the night of our wedding it doesn't work that way sorry i know and you know i could have told you
1: that you should Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like it could almost be a mormon yeah person writing
1: that no i was told that if i went through this the right way got married in the temple blah 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 everything yeah. would work out great i would enjoy sex with my husband well,
0: or wrong it, sauce wrong sauce and if you have same sex attraction just have sex with the you know, your husband or your wife. Have straight and, sex and, you'll, and you'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah. You'll be God cured. You.
1: That's a lie. Or you'll be traumatized. It's one or the other. <laughs> and likely traumatized <laughs> is your answer every fucking time. Oh, yeah. Because
0: yeah. you're not going to just snap your fingers and suddenly have desire for someone that you never had desire for. No. Yeah, it doesn't just happen that no, way. No, it's
1: not biologically in you.
0: No, it's no. really not.
1: You would have known by now. You would
0: have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until I met someone in college and felt true desire for him... I then battled with this feeling. So this person writing in didn't have any feelings for her Mm fiancé and then actually did meet someone in college who blew her away. Yeah. So battled with this feeling. How could God tempt me with someone I was not engaged to? God doesn't do that shit. Right? What was wrong with me? Wrong with you is that you believed that God would do that (laughs) shit. (laughs) I broke off the engagement, lost my virginity to my first boyfriend after that, which was terrible— and left me feeling again like something was wrong with me. Mm. I left the church for good, married a narcissist, and had a very negative sexual relationship, but currently married now to a wonderful man who I still have a hard time not feeling guilty for saying no to sex with when I don't want to. Mm. Not because he's ever made me feel pressure to do anything I don't want, but because it was so ingrained in me that my purpose in marriage was only to please my husband. Exactly. Mm.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, that fucks you up. It does. This is my thoughts. I think a lot of straight men in religions like Mormonism or others, they are not rapists by definition, but the fact that the woman doesn't want to but does it anyway because she feels like she has to, mm-hmm. it does weirdly feel like a rape. It does. Yeah, And it's horrible to think about both for the man and the woman involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're trained to, you do whatever he wants, I think most of the time the guy doesn't even know she doesn't want it. Right. You know? Yeah. She doesn't. Most of the time, guys, she doesn't want it. And this is a blanket statement here. But a lot of times I think women feel like this is just what I'm supposed to do.
0: Yeah. It's
1: what they've been trained yeah, to do. Yes. You want to take the next one? Yes. Being a gay man, it really fucked me up. I got married to a woman and had three kids, church, Fucked me up and ruined my ex-wife and our kids' life. I haven't talked to my kids in six years. Mm. They feel I betrayed their mom and them also. If I would have not believed in the Christian God and Bible, I would never have gotten married. Oof. Yeah, the queer people feeling because of religion that they should just get in a heterosexual marriage and it'll be fine. Yeah. That's a lie. Mm -hmm. And then people are traumatized because of it. The kids, the unknowing spouse— spouse that did it thinking he she would change like this just never I'm gonna say never it is never a good idea no because you're basically repressing who you really are Mm -hmm. and it's gonna explode eventually yeah it will happen
0: yeah and you can't just stuff down who you are for Mm -hmm. your entire life and not feel any repercussions from that it just isn't gonna work
1: yep a bare minimum you will feel them with just being tormented but also very likely it will then be a broken family confused children, mm-hmm. hurt ex-spouse. Yeah. It just sucks.
0: It does. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This one says, I didn't have sex until I was 21, and even after that I struggled with guilt for a long time. It's still extremely difficult to ask for what I want. I also didn't figure out I'm bisexual until I was
1: 30 and married to a man already. Do mm. you remember when we got together and I couldn't talk about sex things? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Do you? Well, I know you had trouble with certain words. Well, sure, but, like, it was uncomfortable to, like, say what I want. I don't know if I even still to this day do it. Having a conversation about sex, like, well, what do you like? But we check in with each other. No, we do now, but not at the get-go. You probably don't remember. Well, (laughs) there were a lot
0: of things you didn't want to talk about back then. That's true. Like farting. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's true. (laughs) (laughs) You want to take the next one? Sure, I will. I will move on. (laughs) No problem. (laughs) This person says, so many ways. I feel like I need to write a book. I'm bi, poly, and into kinky stuff. I'm 31 and really just starting to seriously explore what exactly I'm into slash not into without experiencing any shame or guilt about it. I like some very non vanilla things, and I'm fully okay with that. Just absolutely don't ask me to sit down and lay all that out to my family. I'd rather die.
0: Oh yeah, there's some things that you can never share with with your, you know, religious family potentially. No. My sister and I have an interesting relationship. We have talked about certain sexual things, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's okay because mm-hmm. we have a kind of a close bond. Yeah, um, but generally, gosh, can you imagine ever telling no
1: anyone in your family? Anything? No. <laughs> God, no. I remember my sister-in-law once telling me that my brother was, in fact, circumcised. I didn't ask. Well, oh. Would <laughs> w- would there be a question about that? Uh, I think I was complaining to her about my dad being nosy and asking me if I had made the difficult decision whether or not to circumcise my boys. Huh. And I just like brought that up talking to my sister-in-law, and then she was like, well, just so you know— your brother, blah blah blah, is <laughs> circumcised. I didn't want to know, thanks but thanks for the thanks. info. Now I know. Okay,
0: glad he got his pencil sharpened. <laughs> <laughs> God, okay, your turn. Uh, this one is a little bit longer. Uh, we we'll probably need to wrap it up after this next one, okay, and make it a good one, do a part two, and maybe even a part three. There's so much, there, y'all.
1: There's so much. This
0: topic. Must have rung true for so many people and yes. hit a nerve because people are like,
1: blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping you listeners are understanding that again, you are not alone.
0: No, you're not
1: weird for having this sexual trauma. You're not like the only one. It's a big, big crisis.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. And we are battling this together. Yes. So thank you once again for sharing your stories because. Mm-hmm. That is so amazing that we can hopefully lift each other up through these shared experiences. Absolutely. This says, well, here goes my fucked up story about my sex life. I basically only had one real boyfriend because I was homeschooled and the people at church kind of pushed us together. We got engaged at 17 and started exploring.
1: 17, Jesus.
0: We would feel so horrible if it started to go too far and both run to the altar to pray about our sins. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) We ended up having sex one night after church, and it gave me a panic attack afterward. I thought I was going to hell. I felt so worthless because I was taught my virginity was connected to my worth as a girl. Mm -hmm. You know, you and so many others, this is so common. Licked cupcake, right? Mm -hmm. Chewed piece of gum.
1: Yep, Apple with a bite taken out, uh, cracked iPad screen. Oh, that's I haven't heard that yeah, one. Yeah, that was a more technologically savvy. <laughs> you know, they gotta one. keep it,
0: you know. Twenty twenty one bitches have
1: iPads, <laughs> I guess.
0: Right. Funny. <laughs> we ended up getting married right after I turned eighteen and we had sex constantly because of all the sexual repression we were raised under. We were married about a year and things were great, but then All the women in the church kept asking us constantly when we were going to have a baby. Duh. She says that kind of put a real damper on sex for us. After we did have two babies 18 months apart, we kind of just stopped. Mm -hmm. He wanted me to explore more things in the bedroom, uh, anal, this person says, Mm -hmm. that I thought was a dire sin. It was so uncomfortable after I turned him down a few times that we just started sleeping separately and kind of living separate lives. He eventually cheated and it did hurt, but honestly, it felt like a way out for me. I was really relieved after we divorced. Of course, some church people shunned me, but that helped spiral me out of some of the brainwashing, so I'm thankful they did. Since my divorce and finally leaving the church— I have been much more open about sex and even discovered a love for BDSM. So much different from the standard missionary position every night. That is quite different. It
1: is. Isn't it interesting that she felt guilty for any kind of thing outside of normal sex while she was in her religion? Yeah. And then finally leaving and getting that freedom of, well, what do I enjoy She actually has discovered a love for things that are out of the norm. And it's great that she can do that not feel guilty.
0: God. Yeah, I know. That is interesting. So it's like her husband wanted to approach her to do something a little more racy, let's say. Mm -hmm. But she was mired in religion at that time. Mm -hmm. Just wasn't ready yet. Right. Yeah. I get it. Like, remember how you, when you finally left religion— And you're at this CrossFit gym. It's like the next day, or
1: when you finally realized you were gay, was that what it was? No, I left the church, finally made the realization that God didn't hate the gays. That's what it was. And then the next day, it's like you
0: woke up and you were like, oh my God, all these women are hot. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you
1: have to get that weird shit out of your head to let Mm -hmm. your head actually... Like, be who you are, you know? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That doesn't mean it's not all tangled up and you're going to have moments where it, you know, still comes up to the surface. Yeah, and you have to battle absolutely. that. That
1: struggle is real. Like, I knew I was a lesbian. You and I had sex. I felt like I needed to be back with my husband and my kids. Like, mm-hmm. none of that lines up. But that's how it worked.
0: Yeah, I guess I was hoping it wasn't you were crying because of my poor performance Mm -mm. i only
1: cry after your performance when i feel touched (laughs) (laughs) all the feels baby i'm an emotional being sorry yep Mm -hmm. yes you are Mm -hmm. no need to apologize No. fuck that
0: not sorry (laughs) sorry not sorry (laughs) all right i think we're gonna pause it there okay we're gonna definitely do a part two. There's so many more responses oh, God. to get to. Yes, so many more. Thank you, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you once mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. for submitting responses.
1: By the way, can I interrupt? Yeah. If you aren't drinking a cup of apostate coffee right now, there's something seriously wrong with you. <laughs> it's not a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that your segue into let's thank our coffee sponsor? Yes, apostatecoffee.com. Yes where you enter code LDL at checkout for 10% off your order. Mm
1: -hmm. Is that what you meant to say? That was what I meant to say, but I couldn't remember all that. (laughs) Their coffee mugs are very, very awesome, too, by the way. Okay, so
0: if we can remember the (laughs) artwork for this, because it's a week from now, the artwork for this episode, we should be holding their
1: mugs and drinking apostate Fuck, coffee I gotta send out coffee mugs okay those of you who wrote in and I still owe you coffee mugs I have not forgotten you okay but those are not apostate coffee mugs no they're, I know those are literally lesbian yes coffee they're mugs. all mugs and I, it's it's word association <sighs> hang on friends Whew. Shelly's gonna get there it's been a week all right it's been <laughs> a motherfucking week what else? this week <laughs> Or last week, like a hell of a week. Yes, is that what you're trying to say? Not it's like been it's a... been exactly seven days. <laughs> I'm like, what are we no, talking it's... about here? Timeline? <laughs> no, uh, people know seven days is a week. God damn it, Mary. Can we take a it right break. A whole week.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, let's take a break. Thank you, coffee dot com. Please visit and enter code LDL at checkout. That would be awesome. We'll do. Check them out. We will be right back, so we can thank some patrons and some other folks. We got some people to thank. All righty. Be right back. Okay, we're back with some names. We are back with names. Not just Patreon this week. Nope, we have Patreon, we have channels. Yep, we've got a couple people from the Microphone
1: Fund still. There you go, yep. And Supercast. Shit. I know, we got some folks. Do you think we can come up with masturbation names for all of those people?
0: Does it have to be all about masturbation or could it be... We can give it a shot. Or can it just be sexual terms, like sexual
1: slang terms? Either one. Let's shoot for masturbation, and then if we can't get them all, let's shoot for masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. All right. Patron number one, Emily B. Uh, Balls to the what? No. Brush the kitty. Is that a real euphemism? No, I just made it up. (laughs) Brush the kitty. See, that's what we're trying to do here. Okay. Okay, next one is Jewels. There's no initial so you can call Jules whatever you want.
0: Um okay Jules Choke the Chicken we are so glad to have your support.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you Jules Choke the Chicken <laughs> and Emily Brush the Kitty. Next we have a new channels member Cam nice. N. N Uh-huh. I got it. Okay. Nurse the Pickle. What the fuck? I don't know, it just came to me. <laughs> 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 okay, Tam, nurse the piddle, fake Th- piddle. <laughs> what's happening? Better. What is happening? I don't right know now? like my apostate <laughs> coffee is is kicking in <laughs> buzzing, mm. Tam, okay. nurse the pickle, thank you. uh, who's next? That's it. Oh, what do you well, have? I've got two from our microphone
0: fund. By the way, thanks once again for everyone who supported us on GoFundMe. I think we actually got within 20 bucks.
1: Unbelievable how supportive. I know. I, it's like, holy shit, God damn it! amazing.
0: I know. So Thank grateful you. to you all. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Elizabeth F. F. Frost for the Cupcake. Frost the
0: Cupcake.
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll frost your cupcake later. Okay. Thanks, Elizabeth. Frost the Cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going. I was trying to think Okay, of you get to do the but... next one all by yourself.
0: Okay, Laura M for masturbate.
1: Wah, wah. Is it Laura <laughs> or Lara?
0: I don't know. Okay, Lara? How about Lara? Lara M. masturbate?
1: Kind of boring.
0: Fine, do one. No, I'm done. <laughs> I don't have to come up with all these. This is from Supercast. As a reminder, Supercast, you can listen to bonus episodes and add free episodes right from your current podcast player. It's like a damn miracle. Damn miracle. It's amazing. Uh, I just want to do a correction from last week. We announced Stephen N. Now Stephen goes by Harbinger of Cheeseburgers.
1: Oh, I like <laughs> it. I wonder what his new name was that he felt like he needed to correct us. Oh. We must have given him a new name that was horrific. So we felt the need to correct it. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Stephen Harbinger of Cheeseburger. <laughs> I
0: don't remember what we said last week.
1: i <laughs> sure it was bad. Anyway.
0: <laughs> okay, well, we've got Tiffany G. It's a new member this week. G. Guild the Lily.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's an actual one. You're doing pretty good at this. (laughs) (laughs) I have some practice, (laughs) have you? (laughs) I mean, it was a lot of years that I didn't, so it's time to make up.
0: Okay, so this one is Kristen S. What if it was uh, Swing the Sausage?
1: (laughs) 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 No? I like it. You do. I do.
0: Wow. Shelly approved. Nice. The last one you can take is Marsha S. Marsha S. Another S. I mean, duh, spank the monkey. That's just, you know. Marsha spank the monkey.
1: There you go. Marsha spank the monkey. That's an order. What's going on with your coffee over there? That's what I want to know. I'm pretty jazzed up right now. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Good luck getting
0: to sleep. Well, you don't really have that problem. No. That's me.
1: I could go lay down right now. I'm sure you could. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I can't have caffeine after like 1 Mm
1: p.m. I can have, you know what? As a matter of fact, I had a large-ass cup of apostate coffee today Mm -hmm. around lunchtime and then promptly took a nap with the dogs. How funny. Mm -hmm.
0: Don't let that make you think there's no caffeine in apostate coffee. any coffee.
1: It doesn't matter. I just was promoting apostate again.
0: Yep. Yeah. But you can't sleep right after coffee, which is beyond me. I can't
1: do that. I've also been known to drink an entire like huge Coke Mm -hmm. at the movie theater and then directly take a nap during the movie.
0: Yes, I can attest. I've been next to you and that's happened (laughs) on several occasions. Yeah. I
1: don't know what my deal is with sleep.
0: You need a lot of it. Yeah. You need lots of naps. Yeah. You're a napper. Okay. Shall we uh, just kind of wrap this episode up?
1: Yeah, but I got to say something really quickly. Every time I look over there in the corner and we've got that one microphone up there that's kind of like just a display and then there's a stack of t-shirts on either side, it looks like balls and a penis that
0: stack of T-shirts look like testicles
1: to you? <laughs> no, it's like a phallic thing, the whole thing.
0: Well, I, I get that the Yeti microphone that we don't use anymore because it's a condenser mic and we need a dynamic microphone to get it together. Yeti, yes, I'm talking to you. <laughs>
1: looks like a penis, but... Uh, well, the shirts don't actually look like nut sacks. It's just that there's two, Whatever. <laughs> Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank all of our financial supporters. And
0: if you would like to give us financial support, that would be amazing. Yes. Please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash support. Mm-hmm. And if you want to send us any kind of correspondence, you can do so by visiting latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. Mm-hmm. I think we're wrapped up. Is that it? Let's thank Dan from Extension Audio. There
1: it is. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you,
0: Dan. And, you know, please steer clear of those damn cults. Because they fucking suck. And they're no joke. And they cause sexual shame. That's also true. Okay. Talk to you about later. Bye bye.